Top of the morning, it's a brand new day. I am Roger Dickerman, a fitness and wellness strategist, and this is RD3. It's an informal Sunday Q&A. Yesterday, Saturday, was a beautiful day. Um, the family and I got out for about a two-hour walk on our trail. The sunlight, the temperature, everything felt great. And now, this Sunday, we find ourselves staring at gloom and chill and rain but that's okay. It's the yin and yang. So hopefully some of you out there can get some rest today and uh, get the spirits and the energy tanks full for an amazing week starting tomorrow. Although I guess some of you might say the days are blending together. So what do Sundays and and Mondays matter anyway? Regardless, today, my informal opportunity to evaluate some talking points, some questions. And today I have two that I'm going to bring together. One is a more of a comment or a prompt from Jonathan. He was talking about the censorship episode that I did this past week in response to the YouTube CEO uh, saying that they were going to censor videos that did not correspond with the WHO recommendations. So I'm going to read you a quote from his message to me. Quote, you were talking about censorship and I was thinking about my social media feed. I've made visits to that less and less because there are some very vocal people who are very actively criticizing the administration and anyone who supports them is being called names and being blocked by some people. Another group is being is very vocal against reopening the states and calling people names if you are in favor of that. It sparked an internal debate in my head in some quotes. I forget who said it, but there was a quote, I may not agree with what you say, but I agree with your right to say it. All opinions should be allowed to be expressed without criticism and viewed objectively. I really couldn't agree with that more. And then let's move into the next question. It's a very lighthearted question, but I'm gonna tie it in and take it to a different place. Christy asked, what do you think of the Philadelphia Eagles 2020 NFL draft picks? So I'm gonna answer that question and then tie this all up. Christy, my answer is I don't know, and I'm very interested to find out. I did enjoy the draft. What I do know is that the reaction surrounding their second round draft pick, quarterback Jalen Hurts, fascinated me. My phone immediately blew up with friends thinking the Eagles had lost their minds. If you were making a case in favor of the pick, that case centered around quarterback being a valuable position, thus making a backup quarterback more valuable and or future trade value and or having future trade value, the Eagles incumbent quarterback Carson Wentz having an injury history, and Hurts having a skill set that could be used in other ways. If you were making a case against the pick, which was the overwhelming sentiment, it centers around the team, the Eagles having other needs. So using draft capital that early in a draft uh, is misguided on what would be a backup. And the opportunity cost of not addressing those other team holes is high. Or you simply just didn't like Jalen Hurts as a player. So here's a question for you. How long does it take to properly evaluate an NFL draft class? The answer is years. Although, you know, definitely strong clues and better information begin to arise within the first year or two. So all this is a long-winded preface to my food for thought on today, today's Sunday Q&A. These, these are five phrases. I don't know. I need more information. These are both valid points. 
neither solution is perfect. There are two or more possible outcomes. Somehow those phrases all seem weak, right? Weak. Stand for something. Have an opinion. Those phrases are all flat out accurate in so many instances of life. I feel like we lose so much when we fail to consider and we fail to respect points of view that are not our own. Even worse, we lose more when we go off the rails and outright attack points of view that are not our own. Polarization. That is polarization. And we are polarization nation right now. News and perspectives come in black and white when the truth is the world we live in is all about shades of gray. That's how I feel anyway. Now, here on RD3, we are all about action. I think in life in general, we should be all about action. To act, you have to construct your own opinion with the information that you have available, and that's healthy. But that doesn't mean that does not mean completely disregarding information, hinting at other possibilities. It pays to keep an open mind. It pays to replace outright judgment with consideration. And it pays to change your mind if needed and if warranted. In this COVID atmosphere, in this partisan atmosphere, I think this is just a necessary dialogue. You know, yes, we're having fun. We use the NFL draft to make a point. Uh, we're having less fun in using the censorship dialogue to make a point. But you know, as you navigate this world with so many reasons to get emotional and angry and attack those who you think are being silly or stupid or blind, consider these things. Because the truth of the matter is, is you may have a future reason to change your mind. And if you're not open to that possibility, you may end up getting boxed into a pretty damaging viewpoint for a prolonged period of time. I'll give you one example, something I changed my mind on recently. I was supremely an advocate of closures, of quarantine. And it was incredibly valuable early. I mentioned this on another podcast, but I want to bring it back up. I thought quarantine has two, let's call it three purposes, right? So purpose number one is to impede the virus. Purpose number two is to gain more information about a virus that we did not know much about, still do not know all about. And purpose number three was to prepare for a life post-quarantine. So as time passed, why I changed my mind, and now I think we need to, to at least poke around at and explore ways of opening back up, because we're not putting practices in place that prepare us for life after the virus, for life upon reopening. And that's concerning. So if we're not going to use the time, so we've impeded it, great. We know a little bit more, at least, a decent amount more. We definitely don't know everything, but we know a decent amount more about it. But we're not, we don't really have anything in place 
for when life goes back to normal. And so if we're not going to use this time productively on that end, if we're not going to put the practices, the measures, the tests, the screens, etc., cetera, uh, in place that allow us to live better, then, hey, we're going to have to uh, do it anyway and see what happens. And so I changed my mind. I, uh, I came over to that side of the spectrum, and that's what I now believe today. And you better believe I'm keeping an open mind, and I will change it again if warranted. That's just one small example. And on this Sunday, I am informally prompting you to consider, are you being polarized about anything? Are you outright um, attacking any other point of view? And if so, can you take a step back, consider why another individual might feel that sort of way, and, uh, and reapproach the situation with more productivity, right? Because that's what it's all about. It's being productive. Being productive. We really don't need to attack at a cost to productivity and spin and waste energy doing so. Those are all my thoughts for today. Maybe you got something out of it. Maybe you didn't. Back to normal structure tomorrow on Monday. My friends, rest up today. I will talk to you tomorrow.